Wednesday morning broadcast. Ariel Kahana is with us live via telephone. He is senior diplomatic commentator for uh, Yisrael Hayom. And he is with us on this day six of Hanukkah. Uh, Ariel Kahana, happy Hanukkah and welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning to you, Nachum, and to the listeners, and happy Hanukkah. We are trying to make it happy. It's not easy these days. Yeah, that's uh, an understatement, and obviously in Israel it's uh, even more difficult. Um, as we know, there is um, there are many battles that are going on in Gaza. This one, in um, what's being referred to as the Battle of Shijaya, I hope that's the right pronunciation, in northern Gaza, is supposedly going well, but unfortunately, uh, the, uh, the uh, casualties on the IDF side have been significant. Ten of our dear soldiers killed, six wounded. Uh, Ariel, any, anything, anything in particular about this battle? There are a lot of very difficult battles, or uh, honestly, the way things go in war, some battles do result in a terrible number of casualties and others do not. So generally speaking, uh, you are right. I mean, um, I mean, war is always a very, very difficult, uh, very difficult uh, to, to go on with. Uh, what happened in this case, as you said, in Shajaia, is that uh, first of all we had, I mean, to have ten casualties in in one battle, it's it's quite a lot. We we didn't have it from the beginning of the war, in, in so uh, awful numbers. But as well, we have a lot of commanders uh, who died uh, yesterday because the battle got uh, complicated. And actually, the commanders were trying to rescue, to, uh, to rescue the, their own soldiers. So then another group came, uh, came and another group came. And unfortunately, the terrorists saw our soldiers coming and our commanders coming and unfortunately uh, killed them. So this uh, this battle went uh, went very very bad. As you said, it happens. It happens, yeah. and and may, maybe it should be. It should, maybe I should mention that the commanders went actually rushed to rescue the soldiers because at those moments there, there were some fear that they, that those four, uh, four the first four casualties were kidnapped by, by Hamas. So, so it could have been another four uh, uh, soldiers that Hamas uh, is holding. And th- that's the reason so many commanders and other forces came to, to rescue them. But unfortunately, uh, it didn't go the best. It, it, as well, it's important to note that we, I mean, the IDF, we won the battle, of course. There are much, much more casualties from the, from the Hamas side. But for us, uh, every soldier, and definitely if, if we have 10 of them, it's quite a long uh, list, and it's a very painful day for us here in Israel, and I'm sure for you as well. The, um, well, we, we know what this, I mean, every day there are announcements of those who have fallen in war, and um, it, it's difficult to maintain a, a positive mood when one is... Uh, hearing the news constantly, and of course in Israel as the news of funerals and and Shiva is announced, and it seems that's dominating the headlines these days. Um, how would you describe the general 
mood of this Hanukkah. If we were looking at this Hanukkah as a week of hope, as a week of, uh, of miracles, especially as it pertains to the, our brothers and sisters who are being held hostage, and certainly a week of miracles, please God, that Israel can do what they need to do in Gaza and not suffer any casualties. Uh, how would you judge the mood of the holiday of Hanukkah in Israel this year as compared to others? So there is no question, Nachum, that uh, this Hanukkah, everybody are talking about the necessity to win. Just as the Hashmonaim won uh, um, about 2,000 years ago, you can say they are the model. Now, um, yeah, and now in, in this world, we are, we are as a majority, uh, but, but what, what is the exact same as the Maccabees had is that this is our land. And we paid a horrible price to learn once again that if we will not fight for our land, nobody else will, and we will lose it. And we will lose people, uh, civilians, I mean, in the most awful ways if we will not fight. And therefore, although, although the Shivas and although the, the Levayot and although the, the daily list of casualties, it's clear, it's 100% clear, I believe, to 99% of the people here from the left, from the right, religious, unreligious, all kinds of people, uh, every kind of people, I would say, that it's clear to everyone we must win. We have no other choice than to win this victory, this war, sorry. And and people are also comparing to the Hashemunayim that, you know, their fight, it was not six-day uh, war. It was for 20 years. Right. And for us as well, we we already if 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 it will take twenty years, so it will take it will take twenty years. We have the patience, we have the strength, we have the power, but we will win. There is no other option. The only thing you don't have, though, and you know this better than anybody from your position, is the um, patience of the rest of the world. Already, we're getting indications from Washington. It's been happening obviously for the last two months, but now this week it seems that they've really gotten out there uh, to emphasize that there's only a certain amount of time that they are willing to sit back and be patient while Israel does what it needs to do. And they've alluded to the fact that other world leaders are also growing impatient. Uh, support in general, I know, is something that is of some concern. I hope not too much, but some concern to the leadership in Israel, support from around the world. Uh, wh what if it does go on for quite a while. Do you think that uh, Israel will be able to sustain the criticism from outside of Israel? So so I believe, Nahum, you are referring to what was uh, um, uh, what was reported yesterday as Biden comments uh, about the war. But I must tell you that I went uh, last night, my time, I went uh, to the exact quotes of, of the president and what he, what he said to the donors. And actually, his message was, was exactly opposite to what was reported. Now, he did criticize, or let's say he did say that Israel is, is uh, killing or destroying houses uh, with no, uh, I don't know, uh, not, careful in, not in a careful way enough. Right. But, and it's a very big but, it's a very, very big and significant but, he said that America and he himself will keep supporting Israel to eliminate Hamas no matter what's happened. That was a context and not the opposite. So 
And uh, I mean, we, I can go to, to other quotes he said, uh, as well about the, the international community. Yes, he did say that some countries are beginning to lose support of Israel. Right. But the second part of the sentence was, we, America, will keep support Israel. So it, as, at least when it comes to the military effort, we, we do have America back. We do have it. And, uh, and again, it was what was reported last night in America and here, here as well in Israel, it was not accurate. Again, I went to the full quotes of, of what he said. And, and from this aspect, I'm not worried. I, I must tell you that, um, that the supply from America keeps, keeps coming here. The airplanes, I believe, on a daily basis, even few of them every day. And, and that, that keeps going on. So when it comes to the military side, I'm not worried. We, we do have America uh, support, and that's fine. And we do have America support in the United Nations. I will remind you that, that uh, actually twice in the last week, uh, America supported uh, the Israeli position, and actually the American position in the Security Council in the United Nations and in the uh, General Assembly as well. So from those aspects, it's, it's fine. It's even more than fine. We, there are disagreements with America when it comes um, to what should exactly be done with the so-called civilian population of Gaza. And, you know, I'm not sure there is such a civilian population because many and many, many, probably majority of, of the Gazans do support Hamas. But that's one issue that there are disagreements with, between the countries. And, of course, about what uh, people are, are calling the day after, whether the Palestinian Authority will come back to Gaza, yes or no. But, but, but that's, I mean, I mean until, until this will be a, a real issue, uh, the day after, a long, we, have, we still have a long, long time, at least months, and uh, until it, which, those scenarios will be realistic. Who knows what's going to happen until then? Uh, but, but now we have, we have the war, and again, when it comes to the war, America, America is with us. And that information is with us, with us, and I believe people here appreciate it a lot. Ariel Kahana is with us, Israel Hayom. Yeah, the only thing I keep saying, though, and I, and I appreciate the analysis you just gave us because it's reassuring, and, and frankly, uh, based on what you're saying, it's accurate because of the uh, ex- exact um, language that you analyzed of the president. But there's a reality here in the United States, and I keep joking that God could do anything except move election day. And the, re- the reality is we're getting into full election mode. The Iowa caucus is going to be taking place very soon. We're getting into full election mode and campaign mode here. And there are many critics of Israel in the Democratic Party that the president of the United States likely is going to have to placate in some way, shape, or form. So I hear what you're saying that right now, uh, the Biden support and the White House support is strong and seems not to be wavering. But I worry over the next few months as he tries to uh, find favor with some of the woke crowd in the Democratic Party, which he's done in the past, by the way, gone out of his way to find favor with them. I worry that uh, that Israel might have a timeline when it comes to what they need to do. Well, uh, of course, we, we always have to be wary and, and, and take care and listen carefully with what's going on, on on that side of the world. And I believe you understand better because you live there and I'm, I'm just here in Israel. But what I did see as well this week is Bernie Sanders' quote yeah. saying that he resists a ceasefire. And, you know, yeah. uh, Sanders is definitely, let's say, a leftist. Uh, he, he belongs to the left side of the Democratic Party. So if even Sanders, Bernie Sanders, which, you know, 
usually dislike what Israel is doing, even if he supports uh, the Israeli position at this moment. So I, I believe I believe we still have uh, we still have at least, as I said, uh, quite a few time, and, uh, and 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 then may, maybe elections will be problematic. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what, what, no. The polls, he, he, the polls I saw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go, no. Go ahead. So, so I said the polls from America that I saw were saying that the vast majority of Americans, including the America in the Democratic Party, are supportive of Israel and 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 against Hamas. So I don't know. I, I hope it's enough. You you will tell me again. You are there. Well, I hope it's enough. But again, um, I, I think as we get closer to the election, the, the, that part of the Democratic Party is going to become more vocal. And also, frankly, I, I, I know you're reading the polls and, and you're accurate in the way you're portraying them, but you got to start looking at some of the polls of those under 30 years old here in the United States because it's those numbers that are that are pretty scary. I mean, the college campuses and people that are voters uh, but are under the age of 30, uh, support for Israel in that group seems to be waning, and that's something we need to pay very careful attention to. Uh, to say the least. Ariel Kahana, what about the, uh, what can you tell us about the prospect of a long war and the way people are handling things economically? I mean, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not even going to discuss right now. We'll be in Israel next week, please God. And, and we'll have more on, on these topics as we meet people, obviously, who are going through these whole, all these situations, whether it be, uh, you know, p- people who are left at home as their, uh, as their spouses are in the military. And th- that makes life very difficult for God knows how many in Israel, uh, people who can't run their business properly because, <laughs> because they're needed to fight the war. And, and still what they said is we will we stay here. We don't mind about the money we lost. We must win this war, and in this case, the war is the north. So, they are, I mean, I mean, they are not even fighting; they are just preparing or in a standby position for two months now, even more, with with the Hezbollah. Okay, and and still they are saying we don't we don't mind, we don't care about the money, we don't care about the business. We'll manage that the day after. First and foremost, we must win. That that was the atmosphere, and uh, and and people are focused about that. Now the government is. Uh, is uh, making uh, actually uh, uh, adapting new budgets for for 2023 and of, and planning a new budget for 2024, of course, and it will be there will be huge changes because uh, because of the war, of of course, uh, we will have to pay much more to the army, to the security establishment. <coughs> Excuse me, and and everything is going to change. But what is important to note is that that we entered, I mean. From economic point of view, we entered the war in, in, in a good shape. Um, we um, we had some reserves. Uh, the loans we took were, were in good conditions, and so on. So 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 we, we began the war from, from from a good basis, and it will have, uh, God forbid really help us uh, the day after as well. But it's very clear again to everyone that number one is winning the, the military war. And economy and all other stuff, uh, and politics as well. Everything uh, will come uh, just uh, just after 
second, third, fourth, five uh, degree, if, if, if not even less. It's unbelievable. I'll tell you, I think outside of Israel, we've gotten so used to all these wars going quickly. I'm not talking about the six-day war. I'm talking about the wars, you know, 06 and 14 and the different summers that there were wars. And, you know, it was, it was uh, you know, literally a few weeks with an objective, and that objective was met, and that's it. Uh, I, I, don't need, I don't know outside of Israel if we're used to this idea yet, which it sounds like they are used to already inside Israel, that this is going to be a long haul that this is going to be a, a war that's going to take some time to eradicate the enemy. Uh, and please, God, they, in fact, will eradicate the enemy. I want to tell you about that, Nahum, that, um, that people have to understand that it's 30 years that the terrorists were preparing in Gaza. It's 30 years since Israel left. I mean, I'm talking about the first phase of Oslo Agreement in, in, in 1994. They had 30 years... 20 of them, Hamas was actually practically controlling the Gaza Strip, and they prepared the war. They, they digged the tunnels, they, they brought uh, guns and munitions, all the stuff, the RPGs, all the stuff we see now. So, you know, if it's 30 years of preparations that we have to, uh, to deal with in a few weeks, I think that's okay. Wow, unbelievable. Well, that is the right perspective. It sounds like everyone there has it. Uh, well, what can I say, Ariel Kahana? On a day like today, I will wish you a Chag Chanukah Sameach, but at the same time, we, uh, uh, we mourn the loss of uh, more and more of our IDF soldiers and commanders, as you mentioned, uh, that have given their life on behalf of the State of Israel, on behalf of the Jewish people worldwide. We believe that, as you know. Uh, we are planning on being in Israel next week. Please, God, to broadcast. I hope we can reunite there. Otherwise, we will speak soon in the future. Tadaraba, thanks so much for joining Thank us this morning. Thank you very much. Hanukkah Sameach. Thank you very much, Nahum. Ariel Kahana, senior diplomatic correspondent for Israel Hayom on a... Wednesday morning, Hanukkah Rosh Chodesh at JM in the AM. <laughs>